Hey everyone, you're listening to the Faith is a Journey podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Herman, and a brand new episode starts soon. I hope you enjoy it. Hey everyone, we've got a special bonus episode for the Faith is a Journey podcast today. In the spirit of the holiday season, our bonus episode is titled, Putting Christ Back in Christmas. I feel like nowadays it's it's very social media driven and comparison driven for the holiday season and we've lost focus on you know the true meaning of christmas it's all about what i got and comparing it to our friends and our other family members and our neighbors and whoever has the best food the biggest tree the brightest lights you know the best presents it's like a socio economic competition and that means that you're doing better than everybody else and all it is is just a giant comparison on i'm better i have more money um and losing you know the the big point of what christmas is so our first segment for the bonus episode is just the meaning of christmas growing up you know i've talked a little bit about my upbringing um, and not really having it being faith driven. So I didn't really know and I wasn't really taught the meaning of Christmas or celebrating it as a religious holiday. I was taught about Santa and the magic behind it, you know, down the chimney, the milk and the cookies and the reindeer and all that stuff. Um, and you're better to give than to receive and to be fortunate with what you do receive because others may not be as fortunate. You know, setting up decorations for my parents and grandparents or anyone else in the different school projects. You know, I saw hundreds of nativity scenes, but I still was not told, you know, the story of the first Christmas or the birth of Jesus. Um, Not until maybe, you know, late elementary school, fifth, sixth grade, or even in the junior high, um, where I was told that, you know, you put those two and two together. And that's what the meaning of Christmas is behind is, is God's gift in Jesus to us. And now that I'm living a more, you know, faith-filled life, I am, you know, doing some more research and, and finding different verses in the Bible that relate back to the birth and the life of Jesus and the history of Christmas um, and, and to really have a better understanding on, on that meaning and to be also to to bring that message back to my kids and and have the true meaning of Christmas fill our family and fill our house and not live up to these comparisons and not live up to this socio socioeconomic standard that everyone else wants to live by. Like we want to live in a in a faithful home, live by our faith, do what is right for the family by needs, not by wants. Um, And what we really need is God's love and understanding that God's greatest gift came on Christmas with the birth of Jesus. So in a a few things that I found on the meaning of Christmas, one of those being angels. You know, we use the angels as tree toppers. They're in Christmas cards. We sing about them in carols and plays. 
And the angels were God's first messengers to share the good news of Jesus's birth. And we see this in Luke chapter 1, 30 through 31, when Gabriel first appeared to Mary. You know, that was the first message that you have been chosen by God. You have been loved by God. You will now conceive the, the Son of God and, and have birth, and you shall name him Jesus. You know, the other message that we see is um, Emmanuel, you know, which also means God is with us. And we see that in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. And Emmanuel is just one of the many names that Jesus has. And it reflects on the birth of Jesus as a message of good news. That means we are never alone. And it doesn't matter how hard or hopeless our situation may appear to be, God is there for us. We don't have to worry through our challenges and struggles. Um, he understands them. He sees them. He hears us. And he walks through our challenges amongst us. He is right there with us. He walks foot and foot along that path that he has paved for us. And then a question I, I've come up with is, you know, why do we celebrate Christmas? It's, it's more than just celebrating the birth of Jesus. And it's more than just an occasion to decorate our houses. It is an opportunity to pause and give thanks for the love or the hope and the joy found in Jesus. We exchange gifts with family and friends out of remembrance for the gift that God gave us in Jesus. I'm reminded that all of our Christmases may look different in comparison, but those bright lights, the size of the Christmas tree, the number of gifts under that tree, it doesn't really matter when you look at the big picture. The message of Christmas doesn't change if you are surrounded by friends and family, living on your own, missing loved ones for the first time, or by the size of the house that you live in. And I think of a perfect example of that last statement that when I graduated college and moved out of my parents' house, I went through four Christmases alone. Working in the industry where I didn't get holidays off, it was a, it was a struggle at times. You know, I had a thing that it was what movie am I going to go rent or watch, buy, but my meal was going to be Chinese food, right? Because Chinese places were the only things open on Christmas. I remember my last Christmas alone, it was also my first Christmas in Florida. I had just moved there. Um, a hurricane had just came through the area just a couple months earlier. Our resort was still closed. For the most part, I was living on property by myself, new area, and found, found my Chinese place just down the street. So doing some grocery shopping the week before, I had, I had searched through the movies, found the one that I was going to watch Christmas Day, got my Chinese food, you know, Christmas when I got off work, and, and that's where we went. And that was my tradition. And there was no decorations. I was not living in a house. There was no Christmas tree or presents there. But it was still Christmas. That was the nutrition that I had come up with for, at that time, three years previous. And it felt right to me. You know, another thing I've been doing lately is substitute teaching. As you know, we had just moved 
back up to Ohio where my family is and still on the job hunt and needing to still keep food on, on my family's plates, that substitute teaching was something that, you know, I was drawn to. Um, and just last week, I was substituting at the local high school and overheard a conversation where one kid was going on a cruise for his vacation. And that's where he would be celebrating Christmas and New Year's is on this cruise. And some of the other kids, you know, were laughing or saying that's cool or that's not Christmas. Um, and then they turned to me and asked me, you know, what would I rather do? Be in my hometown for Christmas or go on vacation? I mean, they brought up some good arguments, you know, if they're going to be with friends or the white Christmas and, you know, be able to see friends and family and everything. I was like, you know, your arguments, you know, make a good point. And I told them a little bit about my past as I was living in South Carolina. The last four years I'd lived in Florida. So, you know, last six, seven years I, I didn't have a white Christmas. So I kind of, you know, drew a line through that argument that there's millions of people in this country come Christmas Day, they don't have a white Christmas just based on the location of where they live. You know, then I talked about, you know, I, I myself had gone on vacations during Christmas. But what it really came down to is who you're spending the holiday season with. You know, you get older, are you being selfish and traveling by yourself on Christmas and, and getting away from your friends and family? Or are you traveling on vacation with your family? That's that's the main argument it doesn't matter for me my christmas can be at home in my hometown white christmas with my friends and family fantastic i can be on vacation on the beach you know nice warm weather not a snowflake in sight celebrating a great christmas because i'm with my family and that was the main argument that i made it doesn't matter where i'm at for me personally if i'm with my family that's christmas that's where i choose to celebrate, and that's how I want my family to grow, and that's how I want my kids to grow. That is what our meaning of Christmas is. I'm not into the comparisons. I'm not into the social aspect of big tree, bright lights, hundreds of presents. I'm okay with two or three presents, meaningful. They need them, but I want to spend time with my family. That's Christmas, and that's how I want my family to celebrate this holiday. And so we see moving forward in, in this meaning of Christmas is that God's love is for everyone. You are loved and you can feel hopeful and joyful. And that is the true meaning of Christmas. And I take that meaning and I saw an uh, Instagram post a couple weeks ago maybe at the beginning of the month that talked about, you know, having Christmas with small children and what those memories and traditions might look like when they're grown and out of the house. Um, so my, my next segment here is, you know, it's going to be Christmas with your littles, Christmas with your children. And you know, there is so much in my life that I'm trying to instill in my kids' lives. You know, I pray every day that I am leading them in a faithful life and understanding the meaning of Christmas is part of that. 
And I'm thinking, like, what if we were to spend more time reflecting on our past year and being grateful for what we have than what is under the tree? What if we were to spend more time helping those around us instead of working so hard to make our own lives more comfortable? And it's just something I'm keeping in the back of my mind, and as you're listening to this, think as well in the back of your mind when you have little ones that are looking up to you and and how you want to move forward with your lives and, and your families during this time, that I know growing up I was instilled on being fortunate for what we do have and being blessed and also having opportunities to help those that are less fortunate. And even to this day, I, I still want to find ways and try to find ways to help others around me. It makes me feel so much better about myself <clears throat> when I can help others. I've been fortunate to be blessed by the Lord in, in different ways, and I just want to share those blessings with as many people as I can. <clears throat> so when I think about the Christmas season now with my kids, as they get a little more understanding of what it is and can understand and grasp and hold memories about it, you know, I it's important that we are the mirror image of what they hope to be someday. And they don't know it yet, and we don't know it yet, and we're just thinking about this, but you know, when our kids are out of the house and they're grown, they have their own families, they're starting their own Christmas traditions. But their first Christmas traditions, they're going to pick apart what, they know from growing up and that's why I say for us as the parents they're looking at us and and we're that person in the mirror some of those memories that they're going to pick from you know it'll be what was their favorite food growing up how did mom dad or grandma or whoever make certain food and have that on the table and how can they put that on their table for their their children their favorite Christmas music and their songs um, did they dive into, you know, their, their Christmas playlist from songs that they had growing up and, and really want to share those with those, their kids, instead of trying to find the new renditions of old songs, you know, what's their favorite decoration that they might have taken from our basement or our attic and taken it to their own house, the homemade crafts that their kids were making in, in school that they are now putting on the refrigerator or hanging as their stockings or using as ornaments. You know, it's the same thing that we are doing with them now. And they're seeing their stuff on our Christmas tree and they're seeing their artwork and their crafts all over the house. And that'll be the same thing that they do with their kids in the future. <clears throat> and one of those things as an example for me was nutcrackers. Um, you know, we had one or two nutcrackers growing up. And somehow I started getting them as gifts um, in different themes or different vacation spots. I have an Atlanta Falcons one, a golfer, a hunter, your traditional nutcrackers. Um, so, you know, you get all those kind of creative ones now apart from the normal ones. And, and Charlie has since love that box of the nutcrackers and where we don't put them and putting them out and 
you know, we walk through different stores and he sees the nutcrackers on display and the ones that we want and he's, I want this one and can we get this one? And we need to put this one in our collection. And I think that's going to be that one thing, you know, when the time comes that, Charlie, remember all these nutcrackers you saw in our house. Well, now I want you to put them in your house for your kids to see and, and keep that collection growing. <clears throat> and as much as I see that excitement in Charlie, it's this Christmas season is so full of ups and downs. You know, it's he's at that age where he's he's very he's persuaded by a lot, good and bad. So, you know, one day it's understanding the meaning of Christmas and to give more than to receive and be with friends and family and cherish each other's love and the birth of Jesus. And then the next day it's, I want all these presents. I want to keep adding to my Christmas list. We did Christmas a few days earlier with my parents before they went on vacation. And it was like, that's all. Like, where's the rest of them? <clears throat> And I was so blown away because it was you know, just hours before. He's like, you know, it doesn't matter. The gifts are what it is. I just want to be here with family. And I'm like, you're, at, you're six years old, and it's great that you grasp that. But what happened in the next two hours where it's like presence, 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 presence. So it's, it's hard working with him to instill, you know, those good manners and that faithful understanding in life where, we need to move into a faithful understanding of what Christmas is and not rely on the presents or the Christmas tree or the bright lights. And this year is harder than any other year just because of our situation right now with moving and finding jobs and, and living at my parents' house and not having all the decorations that we normally have. So <clears throat> I'm doing the best that I can and it's been hard to make this the same level of Christmas as, as they have had. Just because we haven't been able to decorate as we have. <clears throat> but the thing that keeps coming back over and over is just that reminder that if they see us still celebrate the right way, cherish spending time with friends and family, and cherish that memory instead of the gifts, then we're on the right path. Then I know when they grow up and have their own Christmas, that they will remember how we celebrated. <clears throat> and you know, as the timeline moves on, then their children, my eventual grandchildren, will move into great-grandchildren, if I'm lucky enough to be around at that point, that I am still the base of how they celebrate Christmas through generations. We're celebrating the true meaning of Christmas through the gift of God in Jesus Christ. We're helping those that need help more than we do. And we understand how blessed our life truly is. And we just want to cherish the time that we have with each other. And As I repeat and say again that we as parents will be their memories and, and their magic and their Christmas. Remember that Christmas is such a tangible and palpable feeling for so many that it started with a mom 
or a dad, an aunt and an uncle, a grandma or a grandpa. Just keep that in the back of your mind moving in, in this holiday season and into future holiday seasons of what is most important. Is it the family or is it the presence? I'm going to go 10 times out of 10 times, 100 out of 100 times, that you can get me absolutely nothing. But if I can sit in a room in a house with my family, that's it. That's all I need. And as I wrap up this bonus episode, I pray that you all have a better understanding of the true meaning of Christmas. I pray that your heart will be filled with hope and love for your friends and family. And if you are traveling or have family traveling this time of the year, pray for their safe travels and pray for the safety of everyone traveling. And it's such a crazy world out there. Don't just pray for your family or your friends traveling. Pray for those traveling around them so they are also safe on the road. If you have kids, make this season as magical as you can. You don't know when the last time that it will be as magical as it can be. The last time that you'll help them do something. The last time that they'll ask for their handmade crafts or their handmade decorations to be displayed in their house. So take take this season as it comes and just make it as magical as you can. Don't let the social media comparisons influence the holiday season. Focus on your family and your needs. Continue to post on social media, your Instagrams, Facebooks, Twitter, X, wherever you stand on, on that. Post it and be proud of, of your Christmas tree and, and the things that your family is doing. But don't use it as a comparison or a judgmental tool um, for other friends or family members. But also be supportive of other friends and family. You know, if if they have something that's bigger and grander, but also if they have something that's smaller. We don't always know what's going on in, in each family if they don't tell us or if they don't want to share that with us. And maybe they don't want it to be a big, grand event because they have other things planned. So don't use the Christmas season and the social media post as a comparison. Focus on your family and your needs. And I pray that God will bless you and your family this season. And may your Christmas be filled with what you really need in life. Let's focus on our needs more than our wants. So Merry Christmas to you all. Have a great holiday season. Cherish these moments as much as you can. Have a great new year. And stay tuned for our next episodes of Faith is a Journey podcast. Thank you and enjoy.